Welcome to My Mind is an unconventional podcast that invites you into the minds, lives, and practices of creatives in a space where everyone is welcome. I'm your host, Julia, and I'm an emerging artist in my early 20s dedicated to infiltrating the contemporary art scene through candid conversations between myself and other people pursuing creative lifestyles in this digital age. And I'm so excited today. I'm going to be presenting you our first interview like artist guest who in her name is Julia Urea. She's a Colombian American fiber artist and environmentalist. I love her work. She was born in Atlanta and moved to Athens in 2018 to pursue fabric design at UGA. Her work is inspired by sustainable living and optimizing from surrounding items already in existence. She uses bike tires, computer cables, tree branches. She repurposes unconventional materials to create a refined composition. She also, this is really cool too, we interviewed her in her workspace. So she's a vintage redesigner and seamstress at Community Service Label in Athens, Georgia. She also teaches workshops to promote the importance of sustainable art and fashion. So I'm so excited to get into this interview. So let's get started. So I'm just going to start recording and then we can just keep talking. Okay. Okay. So I'm here with Julia Urea. So I'm so excited. You're my, so you're my first guest for like the podcast and I'm really excited that it's you. That's so special. Yeah, I know. So like we're, we're here at your place of work. Yeah. Which I know you were kind of telling me about it before. I mean, would you want to give like an intro about yourself? Like you just graduated, correct? Mm-hmm. From college. Yeah. From UGA. So do you want to talk about a little bit like, I guess, like if this was like a mini like elevator pitch or like artist bio, like what you, not like in a nervous way, but like what kind of art do you make? Like what's important to you in your practice? Like that kind of thing. That way people are like, know what you do. Okay. Um, well, so my name is Julia Urea. Um, I graduated from UGA with a degree in fabric design and fashion merchandising minor. Okay. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And that was in May? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, and yeah, so obviously my biggest thing was working in fiber art, mm-hmm. um, whether it be like soft sculpture or apparel that works really well with like the whole fashion merchandising thing. Cause you do that for your work too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely the most, <laughs> the best application. Okay. Um, I've had so, so yeah, but I haven't really narrowed down a specific niche yet really yeah see i feel like you do have a niche or niche well how do you say it i don't know i i say i don't know i want to say niche but niche is fine too i hear both niche sounds fancier i want to switch to that now i think i say niche just because i don't hear the t like i don't see the t in the word so i think niche but i don't know Mm -hmm. if that's right Mm -hmm. but then people say niche and it sounds like kind of cute like my niche okay it's your niche but i feel like you do have a niche, niche either way a niche or niche I think the the process is very niche. Okay. Um, well, because like of, you're doing fiber work, mm-hmm. and you're using lots of like repurposed material. That's kind of the thing that's stayed consistent. Mm-hmm. So around like my sophomore year of college, um, I got into upcycling and repurposing, but in a very Pinterest kind of way. Okay. Um, that's so, okay. Yeah. So at 
the Dodd, which is the Lamar Dodd School of Art. Okay. Um, we call it the Dodd. That's, like, just the art area of UGA. That's the art school. Okay. It's pretty, like, infamous or f- just famous in general. Maybe not even infamous. <laughs> I'm like, it's pretty famous, like, at least in Georgia. Like, that's, like, really? a, it's, like, a great school. Like, I thought about going there for my master's. Like, everyone talks great about it, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of thinking about going for grad school, too. Maybe but you should. Maybe I should. Maybe we should go together. I'm kind of down. <laughs> okay, so... There. Wait, what were you saying? I'm like, oh no, we're gonna go on tangents, oh, but it's okay. That that doesn't have to be, happen to me pretty often. You're talking about well, you're talking about your fiber artists and your yes. niche, and you use repurposed materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the Dodd, um, in the fabric department, we have a specific class called Advanced Studio Practices. Okay. Where it's basically you trying to figure out what you're gonna do for your capstone. Okay, project. which is like your exit show for yeah. people that don't know. Yeah, your senior okay. thesis basically. When do y'all start trying to figure that out? Like was this your sophomore year you said? Um maybe it was it was my junior year. Oh, you were saying in your sophomore year that's when you started getting into Pinterest like redesigns or something like that. Yeah, but I think I just lied because it was definitely my junior year. Okay. It was more recent. <laughs> Not my sophomore year. Okay. Yeah, because my sophomore year is when I actually applied for the fabric program. Okay. And I didn't start taking advanced studio until my junior year. Okay. Yeah, spring of spring semester of my junior year. Okay. So in all of this, um, and this is pretty like I, I think the only the fabric department only does this. I don't know why. I think everyone should okay. have this one class and, like, time set aside. What What is the class called? Advanced Studio Practices. Okay. And that's, like, specific for, like, only the fabric people do that class? Yeah. Okay. But mm-hmm. you're, like, everyone should do it. Everyone should do it. So what yeah. do you do in the class? It's basically a lot of, honestly, journaling. Really? And Well, yeah. And when we first started out with the class, you... Most people take it twice. Okay. Like the first oh. um, phase basically is oh. just throwing out any ideas out there, like the good, the bad, just trying shit out. Okay. Can I, is can it I first one here? Yeah, you okay. can. <laughs> so is it like, um, that sounds, is it almost more like not as studio based, more research based at the first phase? Or are you doing mm-hmm. studio work too? No, it's like an exploration oh. kind of class. Okay. So that's when you got into like this niche of fabric yeah because i think you do have a niche even though you you may not think so i think you do maybe yeah maybe i just need to like own it see someone else present it to yeah me you and definitely I'm like, like oh yeah you're right that is kind of like my thing yeah you're she's fully in a niche <laughs> she's lying to you all <laughs> um of like the fabric and like repurposing and sustainable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah. go on go on yeah so um yeah most people take it twice the first one to kind of just throw ideas at the wall okay. and just kind of see what happens mm-hmm. and then by the end of that semester you should have a pretty good idea of what you're going to do for your capstone project oh okay then the next so it takes time- a lot of preparation for mm-hmm. y'all it's like very much like a long long time to build up to the capstone yeah wow okay cool yeah and then um the spring semester of your senior year is when you take phase two which is just having that class time set aside to work on your capstone. Okay. Which is why I think everyone should take it because we have another class that's also dedicated towards your exit Mm -hmm. and capstone. Wow. Yeah. And that one I think is actually called like BFA capstone. Okay. And with that one, you actually interact with people from the other majors. Oh, and just art majors still though. Just art majors. Yeah. Because we're the only ones that really have this kind of right exit show. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so that's where you get to meet and interact with people from the other departments. Okay. And that's so good. Yeah. Cause like you all inform each other in a way I feel like. Yeah. And it sucks because a lot of us don't really talk to each other outside of our 
Because you can't. You're, like, so many different classes. Yeah, like, okay. I mean, we have, like, bookmaking. We've got... <gasps> that is so Yeah, fun. we've got drawing on the third floor. Um, we've got... Oh, what's it? Oh, no. not Yeah, we have a bookmaking class, but printmaking is the major. Okay. Um, and then we've got, like, graphic design, wow. interior design. It's, like, the dot yeah. is huge. Yeah. But it's so... Um, niche right <laughs> that you you really can't take classes with other people okay i like how they have apply. like they make space for like every like interest though mm-hmm. like that's really cool no absolutely wow. I, I didn't know fabric design was a major until i got denied from graphic design you were gonna and do the, gra- graphic design that, that choked like, on my words i was like graphic <laughs> design. well because yeah. i feel like you're so like you're such a fabric designer i'm like what bro i know so so it's all meant to be wait so okay wait tell me about that so yeah. you were going to do graphic design before fabric I was good, and it yeah. was like a second option, kind of, to do mm-hmm. fabric. Maybe you were like, "Oh, so I didn't make it." Yeah, my freshman year, when I when I came to UGA, I was like, "I'm gonna go to UGA for graphic design." Is it because you thought you were gonna like make more money that way? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I you're like, like, "This is stable. My family will accept me still." Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyone that, in my opinion, maybe I'm just basing this off of my own impressions and opinions, but I feel like any artsy person who also wants like consistent and reliable income. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we'll just we, say graphic design. This is true. And honestly, we all want consistent income. We do. I've, I've, I've considered graphic design, too. Like, I think every artist has. Because, I mean, in, the, like, the age that we're in, it is a very profitable, like, career. To be still creative if maybe you do want something more, like, conventional yeah. in the creative field. But So that's what you were going for at first. That's what, yeah, because that's really the only job I knew could, that could It was, like, a here. very digestible job. Like, okay, I'll just, like design logos or like whatever yeah it's just kind of like fine art versus like corporate world right and you it's it's pretty rare to combine the two and so I was like I'm gonna go the corporate route right I'm gonna make money and yeah I'm gonna like still get to be an artsy bitch <laughs> and um anyway <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> so that's what I went in for and <laughs> the year that we applied so this was my, oh my sophomore year fall semester okay this like if you prefabric 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 if you talk to anyone that applied during the semester it's like shared trauma like no one made it it's so yeah y'all are like oh no yeah so that semester the graphic design program was super short staff because i think someone retired and then last minute someone ended up leaving basically they had barely anyone okay so it was even more like exclusive than normal yeah i mean graphic design is like hard to get into Mm -hmm. but this was particularly competitive okay and when you're applying for graphic design you have to take this thing called graphic design survey okay and in that class you're basically learning what graphic design is because i didn't know what graphic design was you're like i don't we don't we all don't know what it is but we're all like wanting to do it when we first start right (laughs) we're like we don't know what it is though or what you have to do and then you're like oh vector yeah you're like this 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 is what i want to do for the rest of my life yeah if you're like if you're more of like a traditional artist at heart you're gonna i feel like speaking for me like my brain was like um i'm stupid i can't do this like i was like beep boop beep bop like i can't like i would cry in the graphic design classes it's such a hard concept to get and Mm -hmm. i think me wanting to be like extra creative i almost took graphic design a little too far Oh, you know, Wait, or like, you it was, I was using the, the programs and the things we learned in the survey class and 
I'm trying to think of like specific projects. I just retackling the projects like wrong, like like kind yes. of. I was I, you're coming at it from not a graphic design perspective. Exactly, and so I was like making. I think I posted some on Instagram. You may have. I feel like I've seen like I, I mean I feel like I've seen some of your digital drawings or like maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. So you were, were okay. Where is it like? Oh, instead, yeah. I didn't even finish my story. Okay. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll get to this stuff later. But okay. Anyway, so we had to take graphic design survey. Okay. And in this class, our teacher told us like, listen, this year it's going to be really competitive. <sighs> If you are applying for graphic design, please have a plan B. Apply to another major just in case. They were like, you're not going to make it. <laughs> I mean, to everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. They were like, there's a really good chance you're not going to get it into this program. So please. Like, they were like begging us to apply. They're to like, just don't major. even apply for graphic design. Yeah. Like, that would be a lot easier for the rest of oh us. Oh, my God. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then um, the portfolio... We have this thing called Portfolio Review. Right, okay. Where, yeah. I'm familiar um, with Portfolio Review, but you can explain it in case other people don't know. Yeah, so Portfolio Review Week is where everyone puts their stuff. Death Week. (laughs) Yeah, basically everyone puts their stuff up on the walls, and then the heads of the department of the major you're applying for go around, look at everyone's work, and that's basically how they select who gets in. (gasps) <gasps> oh, is it everyone's up at once? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's a little different than how I've done it. How have you done it? I, okay. How I've done it is, um, it was like a, pri- well, I'm a smaller school. I went to UNG in Gainesville, which mm-hmm. is way smaller art program, like almost like very, very small. Mm-hmm. And so we had like individual meetings with the professors and they, it, so we oh. maybe made a presentation on mm-hmm. like what we do, our artwork, artist statement. And then we printed all that out and they also like read it. And then we'd have, like, a basically present to, like, all the professors or, like, a certain group of professors. Like, there'd be, like, many going Whoa. on at a time. But, like, um, you're in a room by yourself. Like, you're the only, like, little artist. And then it's, like, oh all the God. professors. And you're presenting in front. I know. It's actually scary. But yours on the wall with everyone else, I feel like I'd shit myself. It was, um, yeah. So you, we just, like, present our work. And we bring in some, like, works in, in person, too. And then show them, like, our portfolio site and, like, present it to them. And then, mm-hmm. like, go through it and, like, try not to, like, freak out. Um, and then you stand in the hallway while they, like, talk shit about you in the room. <laughs> and then you wait for them to come. They're like, okay, you can come in, Miss Miss Edwards. Oh. And then you go in and you hear what they have to say. So it's the same day you present is when you learn whether or not you yes. get accepted. You're Whoa. waiting outside as they're talking. Just like, be doo be doo I feel like my knees would be, like, shaking. Oh, you are. You are. And even, like, it's not like a lot of people really even got, like, denied or anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was still really nerve-wracking. And they made it that way on purpose. And, like... No, totally. Yeah. So it was a lot different than that. So yours was that y'all, like, all have your work up and all the professors walk mm-hmm. around. And they're like, eh, eh, eh. Oh, they can say, eh. Like that, yeah. kind of. And I remember... Oh, God, I hate this day looking back on it. So... There were, like, 70, around 70 applicants to graphic design. Wow. Because everyone wanted to be graphic design. Oh, my God. But not even, not really, you know? Not, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Some did. Not to shit on graphic design just because I didn't get in, but. No, but I mean, I think a lot of people apply for it without a passion for it. And some Mm -hmm. people really do have a passion for it. But, like, your story, you're like, no, I was just doing it because I didn't know. I applied for practicality. Right. That's Which is fair. It's reasonable. It crossed my mind at one point, too. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I remember I had put my stuff up on the walls, and my style was just a lot more illustrative at that point, and the people next to me were so good, and I just remember looking at their stuff and Uh, looking at mine and just, like, tears. I was like, I'm not getting in. uh, I knew. The second I put up on the wall, and it was, like, like midnight at this point, 
like everyone was like stressed putting their shit up and um once I like stepped away I was like I mean my stuff I'm not mad about it but I'm not getting into graphic okay, design. Like that's I fair. Just, and portfolio review is in October. So you spend August, September, and the beginning of October basically preparing for portfolio review week. Okay. And um, Wow. And it was just, oh my God, my heart literally sank. It was the worst feeling in the world. So you knew you were like self-aware. You low-key were like, it's good. my stuff's good, but it's not going to make it. Yeah. Like kind of. Okay. Yeah. I mean... It was just so clear the people who had that graphic design brain. Right. They were really talented at it. And they it. should get it. You and know, they, they probably really wanted to. So yeah. it was like, it wasn't meant for you to do it. It was not meant for like, me. You wouldn't have wanted to get it even if you did. Like, I feel like looking, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so then um, I'm going to like backtrack a That's little okay. bit. That's <laughs> okay. So um, I met with my advisor because, again, they were like, please apply for two majors uh-huh. just in case. And so I met with my advisor, and I was like, okay, listen, this is what's up. Fine art scares me. Mm-hmm. I'm not consistent enough for that shit. Mm-hmm. What is something else I can apply for where I can still get, like, hired by someone else Okay, for? And um, she told me about fabric design, and I was like, I don't really know what that is. What is that, like, making clothes and stuff? Mm-hmm. And, and you had, so you had never done it at this point? No. Whoa. No. I mean, I... I pictured it was, like, your lifelong, like, interest, honestly. No. I mean, I love... I've been obsessed with thrifting Mm -hmm. and upcycling. Yeah. And the concept of sustainability. But it's not like you were, like, sewing for years before this. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't even have a sewing machine until I came to UGA. Wow. Okay. See, I, I, like, totally had a different, like image of that like I was like she's probably been like sewing like she was like the sewing girl in high school or something nah dude okay that's crazy I was the thrift girl okay yeah I will say yeah but um anyway yeah so I applied for fabric design and we had to wait a couple of weeks before we got our results back and okay yeah wait how did you apply if you had never like really done it or how did that work um so basically the fabric program was a lot less competitive right than graphic design because right. honestly i think it's just a major that not a lot of people know about yeah um it's like a little bit more rare and some like i feel like it is not every school offers it mm-hmm. whereas i think graphic design is something that every school wants to offer this is true this is very true yeah so um yeah i oh didn't know fabric God. design was a major until yeah debbie my advisor told me about it <laughs> queen debbie yeah, wow yeah okay. I, I love debbie shout out to debbie <laughs> she honestly like wrote your path like yeah i mean i guess you owe advisors her. do but i do that's owe true her. <laughs> you like owe her even if that is her job <laughs> still but like she did it good though like yeah she could have directed you be like no really do graphic design she really put you on the right path yeah or she could have been like oh well you know like printmaking could it could be really fun yeah, for you but like, i don't know yeah or like art history because that's also a major people go for right but like she knew what was right for you yeah i mean you told her what you wanted and okay so she was like do fabric mm-hmm. design and then so how did you apply like for that kind of like how did that work i think it was like an online application you had to do so that they it wasn't like a portfolio review kind of thing it was oh but so jennifer shout out to jennifer too um <laughs> shouting out all of you i'm just staff. name dropping all of lamar dodd staff oh yeah. my god um so jennifer is the head of the fabric department okay and um she i think she knew which people i mean obviously she knew which people were applying to fabric okay. and so she kind of approached us individually um which which she's i thought the fabric was really professor great kind of person yeah she's like the person who coordinates 
everything that goes on in fabric. Okay, okay. But she also teaches a couple classes. Okay. So, um, wow. you get to know her pretty well. Okay. And so she was like, I want to see what's up, like, who's applying. Yeah. And spoke to all you. Yeah, so the first time I met yeah. Jennifer was at in, during portfolio review, like, while I was still putting my stuff up. Okay. And I think there, while I was putting up, she can... She was able to tell that I've got a certain hand. She saw. She saw it in she you. She saw potential. She I saw think. the fiber artist in you. Yeah. Even though everything I had was just on paper. And it digital. probably, like, wasn't good to, like, what you would consider now. But, like, she saw the, she saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, we had to wait a couple weeks. And then it was... I also remember this day because I took my first and last spin class. <gasps> so I was coming out of spin. I've never done that. I'm scared. I, I never like want to do it again. I feel like I should ride a bike like in a park with no one around though. Yeah. Like, no, I maybe spin is for a lot of people. It but really not is. For me. People love spin. Love Girlies love spin. Mm-hmm. I would, I, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I don't, it's not good for your back. It's not. Right? I don't think it is. I think it says... Like, You're like, it didn't work for me, so it must not be good for your mother. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> um, actually, I'm going to redact that statement because I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> Whatever. It's I think, okay. We can say what we want. I think here. I heard that, like, bike riding isn't good for your back okay. because of the way you're, like, constantly holding oh, yourself. Oh, like, you probably have to... Like, it probably could be okay, but, like, probably people hunch. People hunch But they over, shouldn't. Yeah, and you just got to, like, take some yoga, I think, in between so yeah. that you're still limber. Yeah, so super we stiff. don't do spin, so whatever. Yeah, this is an anti-spin podcast. So so you did a, like, spin... Wait, how is oh. it? What yeah, this has nothing to do with it. So my friend, like, took me to some, like, drop-in spin class. And when I got out of spin oh. was when I got the email oh. that I didn't get into graphic. Wow. But so spin is cursed. Spin is a little cursed. Okay. I will say. Okay. You're um, like, I'm never doing spin after that again. Yeah. Or maybe it was just, yeah, it was just, like. Is it chronological? <laughs> That unfortunate events. Yeah, I really hated that class, and then I got like oh, really bad, bad news. news, and you're like all sweaty and stuff coming yeah. out of the coming out of the spin class. You like had not even a good time. It's yeah. like <sighs> I think after that, my friend took me to go get like a pity breakfast or something like that. Aww. But that's okay. Yeah, but, you but need that's, that. that's when I also learned I got into fabric. So oh. I was like bittersweet. I was like sad I didn't yeah. get into graphic, but so. There but was it ended about up, 70 applicants. Ended up being meant to be. And they only took 18 <gasps> out of 70. And it was probably, like, all those people that were, like, super, you know, graphically inclined. Yeah, I mean, no, the people that actually got in, like, I had class with a couple of them, and they 100% deserved to get in. Right. It okay. Was, it was very well So deserved. you got denied from graphic program, the graphic design program, and then, like, within the same, like, hour or something, you got, like, a accepted to the fiber one mm-hmm. wow yeah okay so what had what started. had happened with this um the woman came in oh yeah i guess she said the woman jennifer jennifer came and like saw your stuff and was like okay she's like good like she was impressed by your work like i think yeah i mean i don't remember her specifically telling me like oh you're really good right but she kept up conversation and i could tell she was like at least intrigued or I could tell she wasn't disappointed. Right. I think is there the was like a, a, okay. So was she like a mentor for you throughout like college? Like did y'all bond or, or was that like a close relationship or, um, I think I had a closer relationship with Kate. Okay. Who taught advanced studio. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. We all kind of call her like our art mom Aww. because she really is just like so encouraging. Okay. And, I mean, in advanced studio, she also had the opportunity to 
guide us Mm -hmm. in our own like right that's like a very intense class kind of I mean it was kind of the beginning of us developing our own personal brands and so she was kind of there to like nurture that okay um but I took my first classes with Jennifer okay so that was also pretty she was like the beginning of your journey yeah and then and Kate was kind of Kate was the end okay Mm -hmm. I was like what was okay cool yeah so I remember um the moment where I was in fabric and this was by now spring semester. Okay. So fall. Spring semester after getting accepted to fiber. Yes. Okay. So you've already done one semester. You're like getting hang of it. This is my first semester of fabric. Oh, so, ever. Okay. So okay. fall semester is when I got accepted slash denied. And then. <laughs> All at once. Yeah. The beautiful <laughs> mix. And then spring semester is when I started the fabric program. Okay. And so um, you have to take this class called Textile Foundations. Okay. Where, oh, that sounds so fun. Yeah. And you kind of just get a little intro. Is that where you learned how to sew? Not yet. Okay. But in this class, they or we go over um, dyeing. So we had to make <gasps> this entire swatch book of... Didn't you do shibori? Is yes. that what it is? Shibori yeah. in that class? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I remember seeing some of that... Like, those pieces? Because I found that, like, in my Pinterest days, like, Shibori dyeing, like, the blue. And I was like, whoa, I've seen that before. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so that's where you were doing more, not as much sewing, but more, like, altering the fabric, like, in another way, like, dyeing. Yeah, like, sort of, like, manipulation kind of thing. Okay. And um, we also learned, like, embroidery, knitting, and... That's amazing. um, There's one more thing I'm not, I'm kind of blanking on right now. But the moment where I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is where it's at. And um, so during our knitting unit, we were just learning how to knit. Okay. And it's one of those things where you just sit down and do it. Yeah. And so I remember one of our classes, we had like a giant table and everyone was just sitting around the table talking and knitting. And that That's was class such time. a mood. And I was sitting there and I was like, I belong here. Yeah. <laughs> These are my people. Like just thinking about how stressed out I was applying for graphic design and how I was like, yeah like just able to you're like like breathe okay this is where i was meant to be yeah and that i think that's when i like finally became thankful of where i ended up that is so good i can't imagine what my life would be like right now if i had actually gotten in oh my god wow it's like so meant to be Mm -hmm. that is amazing so do you want to talk about a little bit since you're bringing it up and I wanted to bring this up anyway because I think it's so fun and like interesting. Do you want to talk about your exit show? Yeah. And like your concept, idea, like how you thought of it, like materials, etc. Mm-hmm. I would love if you talked about that. Yeah. I'm sure you have a lot to say because it's like very fresh too. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. So um, yeah, when I first started this kind of journey of sustainability and upcycling, this was during my first round of Advanced Studios. Okay. And it was just kind of like a mini unit. She did a lot of different prompts mm-hmm. and, like, projects for mm-hmm. us. And this one I was like, oh, like, let me give this a go. Just an entire thing dedicated towards different ways to upcycle. So I did this kind of little thing. It was, looking back, a really bad project. Right. But, but you, you learned. But I learned, yeah. And I was kind of yeah. like, oh, this is kind of cool. I kind of want to do more of this. And it was focused on, like, upcycling and mm-hmm. sustainability yeah. practices. Okay. Yeah, it was just, like different yeah so what did you what did you do for it so there was at the dodd there's this thing called the dodd trading post Mm -hmm. where um anyone who finishes a project and doesn't know what to do with their supplies anymore or just like has random shit that they don't know what to do with they put it at the trading post that's i'd be there every day (laughs) yeah i was i literally was for this project every day and um 
whenever I found something that was kind of interesting, I would just like, shoop. And okay, I got it. And that's like, really fun. Yeah. So like your projects were main, like more like material um, driven opposed to like maybe like having a concept and then finding the materials. You found the materials and they told you, like they informed you what it was going to be about kind that's, of. That's definitely what it developed into. Okay. Um, when I did do my like research on Pinterest to look up different upcycling projects. Okay. It kind of clashed because I was like, well, I don't really have these materials but that would be really cool to, like, upcycle. But, like, let me see what else I could find that mm-hmm. I could kind of mimic something with. Right. So, it's, it's, like, very, like, a resourceful way of, like, practicing art. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's how it all started. And then um, I kind of, yeah, that's where I kind of make the switch towards, like, being more material driven. Okay. And then I think it was the next semester where I was at the trading post and <laughs> waiting for the normal drop off. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then I found this random like bike tire lining. And I it was, was done so. <laughs> you were like, oh yes. Yeah, I was looking at it and I was like, all right, this looks like a challenge. Uh-huh. What can be done with this? No, you said that and I was like instantly cool. Like I'm like instantly that's such a good like material that like you it's a good material to find yeah. and not just, like, buy, you know? No, like, totally. that's a really cool... So, it was, like, a rubber tire, kind of? Yeah. I didn't okay. even know that it was, like, the lining. I was just kind of like, oh, cool, a bike tire. And so then... You're like, I don't even care what it is. Like, yeah. I'm going to take it. Okay. Yeah. And so then, <gasps> um, by this point, I think I had already taken, like, CAD, which is, um, like, the pattern design Oh, that's so class, fun. Or print design. Okay. Um, and so we already got a pretty good concept of, like introduction to repetition and okay. oh my god you're getting yeah, all the motifs. tools you're getting all the tools mm-hmm. in your tool belt okay yeah and so then <gasps> the bike it's like a symbol of your spin class oh the god. bike tire it's like a symbol of the spin class and like and like a symbol of like something ending and something Stop. new beginning <laughs> i didn't even think about that until right now. as you were saying that i was like wait a second is she setting me up for something no you just set me up oh my god okay so what did you do with the tire okay so then I I love that. I cut it, or I was like, all right, what can I do with this? And so um, I cut it open, okay. and I realized that the inside was a lot paler than the outside. Okay. Um, and it's because it, there's, like, some sort of dust that's probably really, like, a really toxic chemical. It's like mold. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it is. Um, but anyway, regardless, it was lighter on the inside, and so mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I wonder, like, what would it look like if I did, like, a repeat pattern um, alternating between the outside and the inside? Oh, wait, do you have it right there? Yeah. Show me. Okay, so this is... I'm obsessed. I'm already excited. I wonder if I have a... a You'll have to send me pictures so I can, like, include them in the notes of the podcast so other people can, like, see your work. Well, you want to know something so sad? Um, Oh, no. I recently broke my phone. (gasps) And... You've lost all your art pictures? I lost all my pictures. The only thing I have left is what's on Instagram. Instagram is so important, y'all. It really is. It's like it's like a capsule. Like it really, yeah. Just don't lose your password or get hacked. But like it's like a time True. capsule. It it absolutely is. That's so you've what it's lost your into. pictures. Mm-hmm. But this is uh, what it. Okay, this little corner is what it ended up looking like. So that was my sample. Wow. Of the tire I have totally probably even like commented or seen or com- <laughs> like liked that picture, and I had no <laughs> idea like what it was. So that's so cool. Um. That is so cool. Yeah. So this is kind of where it all started. And Kate... Can I scroll? Yeah, absolutely. So Kate is the one who... Um, she was like, oh my God, Julia, you're onto something here. You have to do it in the big, like larger scale. 
And I wasn't even thinking you were about like, what? exit at this point. Yeah, I was like, I mean, yeah, I don't know where I'm going to find more tires, but sure. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm starting to understand. Okay. So, but this was just me kind of, like, fucking around. You're literally just, like, doing, like, um, what's it called? Like, not like a test, but kind of. Like... Yeah, like a little prototype situation. Like a prototype, yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't even expecting to take it to a larger scale because I so, was like, I've got one tire. So you cut up the tire and then, like, you cut it and then attached it to a canvas? This one, the small one. Mm-hmm. So it was actually... <laughs> it's another, like, piece of something. <laughs> yeah. So um, for our CAD class, we had to put our designs on these, like, foam board like mm-hmm. 13 by 19 pieces oh and i had bought some that had already like some adhesive to it and so i was like oh this is great like yeah. i'm gonna cut up my tires and i'm like stick them on uh-huh and so that's basically all i did okay and so that's then, so cool though yeah it was a lot of fun and so then kate was like all right julie you gotta you gotta do this in a larger scale okay and so i was like okay i graduate oh in like a year and a half so like sure but you can just start yet. you can start collecting tires basically maybe i didn't i didn't really think about it until okay. later okay but um, it was like she put the like yeah. little egg or like the little seed in your head yeah kinda. yeah she kind of got the ball rolling and so then i didn't really think about it until later but okay I was like this is in the back of my head i think i want to do stored with this. yeah okay and then um i also we take weaving mm-hmm. at the dot <gasps> as mm-hmm. fabrics yeah and it was a really hard but really fun class. Mm-hmm. Um, took a lot of patience and time, but in my opinion, kind of worth it. And during this class, I mean, we were just dealing with like thread, mm-hmm. basically. But uh-huh. in weaving, um, there were a couple moments where I used scrap fabric and like okay. used that <gasps> as my weft. Mm-hmm. And then I also started to incorporate branches. I love that. Um, so like throughout this one. Oh yes, kind of see, I've like, seen that. That's so that's so good. <laughs> I, it's so good. So you're slowly starting to kind of like build these like skills on top of one another, yeah, and, and they're slowly informing your exit show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So then when I was incorporating the branches, I started to think like, oh, I wonder what a giant cable piece would look like, <gasps> or not even the giant one. I was just thinking like, oh, like I wonder what computer like phone chargers oh my god yes like weaving those yeah weaving those in because my chargers kept breaking and i was like you have to throw them away it's like a waste yes but they're so pretty yeah like in their own way everyone's chargers break they don't they're not made to last very long right i love that but then like okay Mm -hmm. yeah and then um and then in my exit class for um advanced studio Mm -hmm. we had another project where i think this one this one wasn't my, like, Pinterest one, but I think this was a little bit more of pulling exactly from the trading post and seeing what happens. Okay. And so this is one where um, I can, yeah, literally another shout out to the trading post for being my entire exit show. I love that. Because so, you collected, like, all your items for your exit show from a- Athens, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Yeah, 100%. So, um I was at the trading post and someone had left a giant like jug of Elmer's glue. And okay. yeah, and I was like, that's amazing. This will be handy. <laughs> You're like it's not mod podge, but it'll do. Yeah. <laughs> and so then somehow it kind of like jogged my brain of like the texture that plastic bags get when they're wet. Mhm. And so I was like, okay. Mm. Yeah, what can I cook up here? And so then I ended up doing a plastic bag piece on the same, I think 
yeah, I think the same piece of foam board and um, layering down a coat of Elmer's glue Mm -hmm. and then on top putting the plastic bags and like manipulating it. I'm obsessed. And I painted on top and that's what came out of it. Oh my god. So at this point I had all three of my prototypes from for oh, my exit. Okay. Without knowing that this is what I Which would do. Which was for exit. the tire, the the wires, and then the the bags. Mm-hmm. Those were your prototypes. Yeah. Okay. Actually I didn't have any prototypes for the wires. But you had the idea in your brain. Yeah. Okay. Without making any sort of connection. And then um it came time mm. for exit. And someone had left behind from their exit show the year prior three giant eight foot by four foot panels. <gasps> yeah. I would have snatched those too. Well, guess who did? Yeah. You. Yeah. I snatched them. So it was wood panel? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I think they like had them made. <gasps> and and they just left them? Mm-hmm. Well, so. Oh my God. Her exit piece was on these panels. Oh, like, like laying on like a sculpture kind of? No, like her like she had these panels and she like painted on top of them like did all like she she had her exit on these panels oh but she just left them there oh she didn't want like her she never picked them up (gasps) or anything and so then we sent her a message because jennifer also likes to keep the space clean so she was like this girl like she hasn't come in where is she why is she leaving these giant ass and she like has her like paintings on them yeah oh my god yeah okay and so then i think yeah we ended up sending her a message like hey girl are you gonna come grab these or uh-huh. what? People Jennifer's always pissed. leave. People always leave art. They do. I feel like in general, like after a show, they'll just leave it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know why. I'm like, you know. Yeah, I mean, these things are massive. So right. finding, maybe she just didn't know how to take finding them. the transportation and storage for these things. That's like, true. I've been struggling with it too. Oh yeah. And so um, we're foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> they ended up being yours. <laughs> yeah. And so then. Yeah, she, so she, she texted her. She didn't want them. She didn't want them, and so I was like, <gasps> "I I need these. This is my canvas. Here we In go." Eight feet. That's like insane. When I saw your pictures mm-hmm. and how big they were, I was like, "I mean, yeah." And they it's like, like museum shit. I was like, "Whoa!" I don't think pictures do the size justice. I either. know they don't. When That's I why I'm dying up. to see them in person. <laughs> like I'm literally like itching, like a crap, like tweaking. Like I'm like so excited to see them because I'm like, dude, that's like impressive. Like eight feet. You say eight feet by four feet. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've never worked that large before, but yeah. I was like, I wasn't even worried about the size at that point. I was like, this is, this is free and I can use this. It makes such but a yeah, big impact because of what you're doing and like using mm-hmm. repurposed materials on such a large scale. I feel like doing it at that scale was, mm-hmm. yeah, no, absolutely. And use them. them. And poor Jennifer had to see them for another year. Um, oh, you ha- held on to them for like a year. Yeah. Cause she was the, the spring. Okay spring 2021 but you knew i was 22 but i i knew i wanted them okay and so then yeah then it came time for exit and i was like all right let's go time to go you got your elmers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i got everything i needed and that was kind of it and so i had to go around athens to source all of my things so you sourced wires from i i saw your pictures it was like Mm -hmm. a like where was that from exactly charm the center for hard to recycle materials oh and i had never been there before and i was god you were like in heaven probably walking around you're like "Mm, art pieces everywhere (laughs) yeah well it was so it's this giant kind of warehouse situation Mm -hmm. and they're only open on like tuesdays wednesdays and i think saturdays and so i went in 
didn't know what to expect. But did you like make an appointment or something, or did you just walk in? You just in? kind of drive in, yeah, because people can go in and donate their oh, stuff, okay, to be recycled. And you were like, "Hey, what y'all got?" Basically, I was like. Hey guys, so I'm doing like I'm. A I'm student. an art major. Yeah. That's always no. I, did, I didn't say art. I was uh, like, I'm a student at the university. They trust you. If, if you're when you're not, you like you literally lose student. When you lose student privileges, like when you graduate, everyone's like, why do you need this? Like it's like not cool anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're like, I'm gonna milk this student. It's card. You it's know, a lot more innocent sounding when you're just a student. Yeah, they're like, oh, she needs it for a project. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm doing this piece using cables and wires. Like, do you guys have any extras? And I was expecting just like a little box. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, come on back. And they had just this massive like bin. Like thousands of them probably, you think? I don't know about thousands. Because at that point, like they're all still connected to their like computers or TVs or something. And so I had this like really dull knife in my car. And we ended up using (laughs) that. You're sawing away? (laughs) Yeah. Oh I mean, God. I think it looked really sad at some point. So then one of the guys came over and started helping me out. He's like, this poor girl just wants <laughs> yeah. to take this trash off yeah. our hands. Well, and then the next few times I came when, with wire cutters and they really appreciated that. But but no, they were so sweet and willing they, to help out. That's and, so cool. Yeah, and they do make, or like, like Charm makes money off of these recycled materials. But mm-hmm. they were like, we always promote upcycling before recycling okay because it is more sustainable true that way. true and so they were like happy to it's honestly to better donate. that you upcycled them opposed to them recycling them. no okay. absolutely and yeah they were just so sweet my last day there i like brought them some donuts <gasps> oh and... you were like you saved me no did you ever really? show them pictures of your work you need I... to go back there and like show them i did I okay did. when i brought them donuts i was like and like if you guys were curious to see how it turns out and i actually still need to email him they probably the were like because, whoa yeah <laughs> they were like oh like that's really cool that's really cool um but yeah the first piece i actually did though was with the tires okay and this okay wait where'd you get the tires so that was um an un- a pleasant well kind of a bittersweet moment okay um more bitter but so i was planning on going around to different bike shops and at this point i thought oh, that they smart. were still tires not the linings Oh, and so you didn't even oh, okay. I didn't even know what I was dealing with, yeah. and so um, I had like pinned a couple spots in my maps that I was gonna go visit and like just, bike shops nearby. Yeah, just kind of see what they have. And the first place I ended up going to was this place called Ben's Bikes, mm-hmm. and um, I pull up, and it's like super cool. Like, okay, there's I don't know. Every have you ever been to World Famous? maybe okay it's i don't know i'm gonna say no okay to be safe it's like a restaurant slash bar in athens oh then i haven't okay you i thought it was a bike shop inside. or something no, it's not a bike shop <laughs> but it's really cool there's like really spunky art everywhere okay. and a little trippy but that's kind of what ben's bikes looked like too oh okay and so um but i pull up and it looked just kind of like run down uh-huh. but i saw some people in the lot and so I was like, hey, are you guys, are you guys open? And Hello? <laughs> yeah, is, is anyone home? <laughs> yeah. Um, and these guys just looked so defeated and they were like, yeah, we're actually, we're closed. Um, the, the landlord wants to use the space for apartments. <gasps> so yeah, we're, we're closed. Wait, stop. You're like, yeah. so can I have the bike? Um, well, and so, can I have the, the tires? Well, it, it was Anyways, just, can I have the tires? Yeah. And, and so then after that, I was like, oh man, like that's, that's so sad. I'm really yeah. sorry. And yeah, they just looked really, really sad and disappointed. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I showed them what I was looking for and they were like, I mean, you can take whatever's in that shed. Like, we're not going to use it anymore. And I go in. What and are the odds? It's an entire shed. Stop. Full of exactly what, not bike tires, the linings, just full of these things. And so then I end up finding some random box that was sitting next to the shed, and I start piling that shit. That up. is amazing. I love how like serendipitous that everything is in the in this like story. It was a whole journey. So, and so like you're like I'm R.I.P. Like I'm so sorry about your shop, but like thank you so much for the liners. Yeah. No. Basically, and um, it, yeah, it was sad to think that this bike shop that had yeah. been open for so many years closed down. I mean, and this was also like during slash headed towards the end of the pandemic yeah they couldn't survive um, it yeah Damn. but also like this kind of trend of like gentrification in athens is kind of becoming a thing and yeah it was just sad to see like a really cool unique right. bike shop be taken on by new apartments but, it does suck but i'm glad that like some of their it didn't get thrown away some of their like i guess that would have got thrown away like the waste i guess of the lining probably would have got tossed and like you came at kind of the right time yeah so like that's kind of a nice thought no for sure <laughs> they're living on through your work yeah um and then yeah and then the plastic bags were the last ones i did and i mean that was just like i had so many grocery bags yeah and then, that's like, my so friends easy. too yeah yeah i hadn't talked about this thing for like an entire semester and then one of my classmates came up to me and she was like I brought you some bags. Do you still need them? And I was like, hell yeah, I still need them. And so that was like all I needed. Oh my God. And yeah. And then when it came time to like actually name my pieces, um, I was kind of like, it was, it was cool doing a little reflection of the journey. It's been a long journey. It has. It was wow. like really a developing process. It was. It's very sophisticated work though. I remember when I first saw pictures, I was just amazed. <laughs> I was like, that's good. I was like, that's different and like unique, which is so hard Thank to you. do now. Like yeah. in the art world, it's so hard to be unique. Like I was like, that is different and unique and like so interesting. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I was like really impressed. <laughs> so it's cool to hear even the backstory because it makes it even cooler, you know? Yeah. I mean, and they're really special pieces. And yeah. so, um, what did I do? So for the plastic bags, that was the first name I came up with. Um, I was trying to think of some sort of affiliation to groceries. Right. Without actually saying, like, Kroger. Right. Or, like, anything. But then I started thinking of the public slogan, where shopping is a pleasure. And so that's what I ended up naming my piece. You I said, don't know. You called it shopping is a pleasure? We're shopping is a pleasure. Okay. Yeah. I don't that's know if cool. there's some sort of copyright situation there, but uh. I'm an emerging artist. <laughs> they can chill out. <laughs> they're like a billion dollar company yeah they're gonna sue me for like millions of dollars you're like i'm promoting y'all if anything yeah um and so so that was that one okay so that's the title of the plastic bag mm -hmm. piece okay and then yeah. what were the about the others and then i with my cables um i really wanted to rec like acknowledge where they came from mm -hmm. and so that one was just like a visit to charm to kind of like name drop oh that's so cool and i mean it really was like actually weaving it was horrible so bad when i saw the video that you posted like a reel of you doing mm -hmm. it the whole time i thought that was uh, the cords were fabric no because you really like transform the medium and mm -hmm. so when i saw you weaving it and it was like a bunch of cords and this big thing i was like shut up i had yeah. no idea i was like that makes it like that much better but it was really hard to do it was so hard and it, it looked really tedious it's so big it is I, I've never woven anything that large before and wide and by hand. So oh in an actual weaving class, you use looms okay. where the setup process takes a minute. But once you get started, you just keep cruising. 
Oh, God. And um, when I was going in for this giant frame, I decided to weave it by hand. Uh-huh. Because I was like, oh, you know, these are some, some thick cables. They're not going to take very long. And the weaving itself, again, wasn't... I mean, it was time-consuming, but what I had predicted, mm-hmm. what I didn't take into account for was... So, when you're weaving, you've got... Um, oh, my God, it's been 40 minutes. Okay. I just wanted to check that it was still recording, because <laughs> yeah. I would, like, shit myself if it wasn't. Um, so, <laughs> that's good, honestly. It, 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 I literally haven't even asked, like, barely asked you anything. I feel like I've just, just like, talking. let you go, and I'm like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want. <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah. Um, so, when... In a woven... You've got the weft, which okay. is what you, like, thread through. Okay. Like, the horizontal, basically. Oh, and then you've okay. got the warp, which is the vertical. Oh, cool. Okay, I didn't and, know that. Yeah. So, when you're weaving, you start with your warp, mm-hmm. which is the vertical. Mm-hmm. And then, with your weft, basically, the way you get the solid structure is you're going up, over, and under mm-hmm. the vertical. Mm-hmm. And so, as you pack that in and alternate... Oh, because you have to, like, get, pull it down mm-hmm. to make it, like, really tight. Yeah, you got to okay. pack it in. And what I didn't really take into account oh. was when you're weaving with really thick wires mm-hmm. and cables, when you pack down, that's going to pull more on the warp. Oh, so the because it's so heavy. Well, so heavy and just, like, thick. Like, if you've got a straight line, when you, like, weave in and out, it's going to go from here to here. It's going to shrink mm. and get tighter and tighter. Okay. And so I was You're getting, like, oh, I didn't think about that. With no, this eight foot piece. Yeah. And it was, it would happen maybe like every foot. It would get so tight where oh. it would almost snap. <gasps> and so then I had to go in oh. for every single warp, which was like maybe 60 threads. And I had to knot in uh, yeah. more material, more thread. Okay. So that I can continue, and this would happen without as it breaking. I without it breaking, because it looked like you almost—it didn't just look like a like a checkerboard or like it, like it looked very much like it. It was like a wave, kind of. Mm-hmm. That's how it appeared, at least. Like it had yeah. like a very much like three D relief. Like it like mm-hmm. waved in and out, and I was like, "That's so cool." So was that because of you tying on extra material? No, that was actually a last minute adjustment. Okay. So the advantage of using such thick cables mm-hmm. is that. Even if you pack them super tight, they can still shift around. Oh, cool. And so, yeah, when I was first weaving it, um, I was just stacking vertic- or stacking up pretty flat mm-hmm. and linear. And then um, I was, like, halfway through. I also, like, did not go about it strategically at all. And so I kept, like, taking wires out oh. and then starting back over and putting right. it back in. It was just, like, well, it's a lot like, of, like, It was, like, your first time doing something, like, to that extent, mm-hmm. so... Now, now that I know what I'm dealing with, if I were to do it again, I think it would be a lot more smooth. Yeah. But this was not a smooth experience. Oh, and so, God. So you were able to manipulate it after you wove it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I kind of, like, <gasps> wow. took a little pull with my friends, and I was like, is this more visually interesting than, like, this? And they were like, yeah, do that. And okay. so that's what, how I ended up cool. getting the Oh, I didn't know that. It's so cool to hear, like, the behind the scenes. That's why I love, I love this. Okay, <laughs> cool. trial and error. It is. Okay, cool. Yeah, but so when I was naming it, okay. I wanted to think more about the process of sourcing rather than the actual creating process. Okay, because that was more important, kind of, One a was way. a lot more enjoyable than the other okay. and special. Right. Um, so we referenced the charm. Yeah. Okay. So that was a visit to charm. And then for the tire piece, um, I again wanted to recognize this place that had since been closed mm-hmm. 
for apartments, mm-hmm. but it was also really special. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that one was called Remembering Ben. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and it, it almost it. it almost sounds like a funeral or like obituary. Oh, I mean it is for Ben's tires. Yeah, for I Ben's guess bikes. you know <laughs> Ben's bikes. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so cool. It's you really. I didn't know that it was made from tires. Mm-hmm. That one work, and so like instead of what I said earlier about like you started with the bike story and then you ended with like this like last piece being like the tires. Yeah. That's like kind of crazy, like the spin class to like this. Yeah, like that's actually <laughs> so that's great. actually really crazy to me. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. So, oh my god. So, are you wanting to like enter this? Oh, what is that? What was the like? Um, did you have like a title for the three together, or was mm-hmm. it more like that individual? What was it called? Um, adapting the discarded. Okay. Cool. So it was, yeah, I've actually I think I've got my artist statement somewhere in here oh okay share it share it you can read it please Um, let me see yeah i definitely will like share the images so people can like see it yeah and it's all like kind of like black and white Mm -hmm. correct or like gray and monochrome yeah i i tend to work in neutrals and i really like black because i think that keeps a piece pretty timeless Mm -hmm, it's true like color trends go in and out Mm -hmm. but like black white neutrals those are always going to stay consistent yeah it does make it timeless yeah and especially working with something that was essentially trash to start with i wanted it to almost be disguised it looks like this like like modern very like fine art item which it is but it's like from like a contemporary like repurposed medium that's kind of what i was going for because well i guess okay i can I guess I could, should just, like, read my art. Sure, yeah, 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 do it. So, I, yeah, that kind of explains things a little bit better. But, so, it's Adapting the Discarded 2022. Um, <laughs> so, my work centers around the process of reorganizing neglected materials into a developed composition, masking their identity. Uh-huh. In my studies of fabric design, I have learned a lot about repetition and creative motif and creating motif prints, and I couldn't help but wonder how they could be applied to unconventional materials you wouldn't typically think of. Not only did this spark a creative challenge, but it also tied into my passion for sustainability and using what I already had to produce something captivating. This led me to explore new places all over Athens, from Charm to Ben's Bikes to the Lamar Dodd Trading Post. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) I love that. Uh, I found nearly all of the materials I needed to accomplish my goal. Don't purchase anything from the store. It was in my personal dare that I also noticed the relationship between sustainability and financial equity. Growing up, I didn't really have the same economic advantages as a good number of my classmates. It was here that I learned how to make the best of what I had and couldn't be more grateful. So adapting the discarded reveals you don't need the funds to make it work, just an openness to reimagine what already exists. Wow. <laughs> I freaking love that. I love the like your first statement. Like the first sentence is so like powerful how you say that you're masking the identity of your like materials. Because mm-hmm. I just think that's really powerful because that's exactly what you are doing. Like... Because at least from my perspective, when I first saw, like, the show, like, at least, like, pictures when you posted them, it, I, I saw the pictures of the show before – I don't know if it was in this order, but I saw the pictures of the show before I saw how you did them, mm-hmm. which I, I'm glad you did that because it was so cool to, like, see it unbiasedly and then see you, like, making it. And I saw you, yeah. like, gluing with, like, El- literally Elmer's, which is, like, a cra- <laughs> like a craft medium. And also, like, obviously, like, all these repurposed things and, like, considered, like, trash. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw you, like, actually doing it, like, the videos revealing, like, all the secrets, I was like, holy crap, that is so <laughs> cool. Because the whole time I was like, how did she do that? Like, what is that? And I told you I thought it was, like, fabric, like, the wires mm-hmm. at first until I, I saw you making it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, because I feel like 
knowing the background obviously in your statement like talks about it but like knowing the background helps just to like interpret it in a totally different way yeah and I think it's cool because it also kind of like commemorates your experience and time in Athens you know like as well as you sourced it totally from there yeah like it's like it's very much like very like I think it's called ephemeral where it's like in a very specific time and place okay um it's kind of what that means I'm pretty positive um where it's like you happen to be like at the bike store as they were closing to like like I don't know like it was all like very that is so niche you don't think you're niche that is so niche this girl said she was not niche um that's like extremely niche um yeah that is really cool and I don't know I feel like all the work like put into it you you can see it over the years like you can really see it in this like capstone which I guess is the point of a capstone um is like all this work build up to this one exhibition or one showing and you can really see it like in it um all the like how all these little parts of your like college experience and time in Athens has like informed this big work it's so cool it was definitely it was a big character development moment too because I am very much the kind of person to like do things last minute okay like in in my weaving classes I would wait until the night before to start these giant yardage pieces okay and that was just kind of the way toxic art trait uh, no literally my toxic art trait is waiting until last minute and letting the stress and like um what's it called adrenaline uh, adrenaline yes yeah. i knew what you were thinking you were yeah, saying i am extremely motivated by adrenaline okay and letting like i work really well under pressure which uh-huh. is great but unfortunately i only work under pressure yeah so oh my god um, well this was like totally different it was and so it's our because I tend to do things last minute, I really struggle with being proud of my work mm-hmm. because... You, like, don't even have time to take it in. No, not at all. Because you're, like, moving on to the next mm-hmm. thing frantically. Yeah, absolutely. And so when I kind of stepped back after putting up these pieces, I was just so, like, proud. I'm, like, truly happy. And th- it doesn't happen super often. I don't right. think, like, the emotion of it all set in immediately because I, I was still setting up and like exit was yeah, crazy and everything I know and so I finished it was like a really smooth setup process um there was someone there helping us with installation and so I kind of like claimed her as quickly as I could and I was like oh like would you mind helping me out setting these things up <laughs> and then she sees these like eight feet things yeah. here she's like fuck <laughs> well the way that I was planning on drilling holes into my pieces oh. to get them up because that's how the other girl did it uh like last like year. a big screw through them basically yeah oh that's kind of cool well yeah because I mean she already had the holes in there and I was like oh I'm just gonna do the same thing yeah and so then it I worked told before her, yeah I told her that was my plan and she was like so you're gonna you're gonna drill holes into your work and like, I was they're like, already there. Yeah, but I had covered them up with my oh. work. And so she was like, you're you're going to drill stuff into your pieces? And I was like, like, not when you put it like well, that. Well, maybe not. <laughs> so what so, did you end up doing? Like wire hang it on the no. back? No. So what we did was we put these two little hooks on the side that were a lot more, was it durable? Sturdy? Yeah. They're a lot more sturdy than I was expecting. Okay. And so, but... Were so, they like a D hook or... They're the ones that are like, beep, boop. Okay. Little, like, triangles. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm like, I'll pretend I know. I actually don't think I know. Yeah, I mean, I guess But they're sturdy. They're sturdy. Yeah, they're sturdy. Little hooks. And, well, so she had, she used to do, like, gallery work up in, like, New York or something. Oh, okay. She had, like. She knows how to. She knew what she was doing. for the gallery show. Yeah, like, I trusted her opinions and thoughts a lot more than I trusted my own. So you you hung the hooks on the back? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we just put, like, nails into the wall Mm -hmm. and just, like, 
like oh them on. easy it was so easy and now you have the hooks on there for whenever you show exactly. them again okay yeah, i don't have to worry about like drilling any holes yeah again the wall. um and so <laughs> yeah it was like a super smooth setup process and i was out i think i was like getting lunch or something and i like facetimed my sister Aww. and we, we just kind of like check in, checking on each other and um was this the day of the show no or just after you installed i think this was after installation okay and um so i was like facetiming her and i was like talking about it and all of a sudden i just started like bawling and i was like i'm just so proud of myself and it like never you deserve that that's so good i'm like getting emotional right now thinking about it and dude every artist deserves that and like the amount of time and effort like yes yeah and like so you're sobbing on the phone with your sister i'm sobbing on the phone with my sister and like now that i'm talking about it it really is just kind of makes up for the emotion i went through in my application yep yep and like um like during portfolio yep. review like it was the same level and the intensity of emotion mm-hmm. but, but the ending was so much more positive oh my god that's so magical and, yeah wow that's amazing so how do you feel like I guess like I'm trying to think of like kind of like my like do you want to pursue like putting them in like other gallery spaces because I think they would do so well like is that something Mm -hmm. that you're interested in or like how are you wanting to like expand like on this work or like continue the series or show it other places or if you are that's kind of the stage I'm in right now of I don't know where to start yeah and especially like being in a place like Athens, I love Athens, but it's not the kind of place to sell really expensive work. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't spend a lot of money mm-hmm. on my pieces. I put a lot of time into them. Right. But I think they're they're worth more because of the time spent 1,000%. on materials. And I mean, everything, the concept, everything. It's yeah. It's very original. And so I don't think that they would do well in a place like Athens. Okay. But Atlanta, you know, they're very contemporary. Mm-hmm. I think they could do well. But I just don't know where. So you're trying you know? to figure out now what to do with them. Mm-hmm. Have you, I, I don't know, have you ever applied to, like, call for entries? Like, do you know, like, like a call for, like, callforentry.com? Have you tried that before? If you haven't, oh, my God. Are you kidding? Me on my way to Google them. Are you no. kidding? Call oh my god! Is that god. The, the cafe thing? Yes. Because I get emails. Cafe, I think I signed up for emails. You should, as you should. Okay. Cafe. Well, there's there's all, but like call for entries is just like call for like gallery entries. Mm-hmm. But like literally, like any, I would literally go to callforentry.com, like cafe, and type in like uh, recycle or something, and like some mm-hmm. some places will want like public art. Or they'll buy it, like, maybe buy it from you. Or they'll just want you to show it, which I think, like, getting, like, the CV experience is good, too. Yeah. Like, just, like, showing it in other gallery spaces. Like, even, I don't know, even if they don't, like, sell immediately or whatever. But I do think they would sell really well as well, also. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would literally type in, like, recycle or, like, repurpose. and Or, like, Ooh. fabric. I mean, I guess you don't really use fabric on this one. But, like, you can maybe... I mean, you like could woven. You could, yeah, you could, you, you could, like, type in some, like, keywords mm-hmm. and see if there's any applications. Like, that's, like, literally how I find, like, all the galleries I've, like... Any show I've been in is normally I find it from cafe. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can, like, type in, like, keywords and things. Um, But, I mean, oh, my God. I mean, I think they do so great in Atlanta, too. The thing that's really cool about them is I do feel like they are very, like, sellable. Like, I think they're very approachable, like, in a way that, like, a lot of people would actually want them to, like, buy. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Whereas I feel like sometimes, and I'm not saying this for you to be like, no, but, like, a lot of the stuff I make (laughs) sometimes, I know it's not really sellable, but I just want to make it. 
Okay. But it's more of, like, it's more of I make a lot of stuff that I feel like isn't really going to sell, but it's more like I want to show it, like, in a gallery space maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like what you're doing is very, like, gallery, like, it would fit really well in galleries as well as I think it would actually sell really well. I really do. Oh, thanks. Because, and the thing about, um, like, really, the thing about big work, too, is, like, it has to go in people's houses with big walls, which means That's they have a lot true. of, like, money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just being honest. Like, so it should be a higher dollar. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Someone said that to me once. They were like, think about it, Julia. I don't remember who. They were like, think about it, Julia. Like, it's people that have, like, less money, have smaller houses, and so they don't even have space for these, like, big paintings that are, like, out of their budget. Yeah. Um, and, like, something that's, like, eight foot, that's going to go, that literally would go in, like, a mansion. Or, like, yeah. or in, like, a huge museum gallery space. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would fit really well, yeah. I guess. No, that that's a good sense. point. I, I don't mean, know if that makes any sense. I hope I'm not, like, saying that in, like, a way that is taken badly, but. I mean, no, but it makes total sense. Like, me personally, if I had the means to be able to fit these pieces into my apartment, I 100% yeah. would not be trying to sell them or put them anywhere. Right. But they're meant for somewhere bigger. The girlie doesn't make a lot. Exactly. And living in a small apartment. Yeah. So there is a bit of a correlation there. Yeah. Like people, people who want to spend like high dollar on art, I feel like a lot of the time are big. They're buying bigger pieces because they have bigger walls. Yeah. You know? That's true. They literally have bigger walls and bigger pieces cost more money. Yeah. Um, so it's like in their price range. Obviously, that's like very relative. Like you can have smaller pieces that cost a lot. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying. Mona Lisa. Um, yeah. Like literally. <laughs> you can have like 16 by 20s too. Um, but I feel like that's a very, I don't know. It's a very statement, pe- like very statement, like triptych, trilogy. It's kind of like a trilogy, I guess. Yeah. Three piece. Yeah. Not a triptych, but like a trilogy. I think of triptych as, like, something that, like, translates, like, they, like, are all translate to Like, they relate to each other. Yeah, like, they, like... Like, they're, like, right next to each other. Like, it's almost like triptych. I feel like they could, like... It's, like, one painting on three things Mm -hmm. or something, whereas these are more, like, very individual. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying that... I just didn't know if you were thinking about the future of them or if you were, like, no, I'm just gonna, like, hold on to them forever or you're, like, wanting to sell them or show them. Yeah, well, I want to get it out because I feel like it's also pretty symbolic of what sustainability and upside, like what that could look like. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're talking about like thrifting or upcycling, it, it sounds very crafty. Right. And that turns off a lot of people. Which I hate that. It sucks. People, I feel like craft has like a bad reputation. Mm-hmm. Like it's not seen as like as high production or high value as like yeah. fine art where like it, it is. Yeah. You know? No, so. totally. And so I feel like this is almost promoting a new wave of mm-hmm. sustainability where mm-hmm. it can be something that looks expensive. Right. Um, but you're really just using upcycled materials, which right. I think is, can be pretty special. And it's really cool for like entry level artists too, that are maybe like you said, like, like it's a way to re- repurpose or, um, it's a way to be resourceful for like, even like young or emerging artists that like, don't have the funds to like invest in all these other expensive materials. Um, and I feel like that's inspiring too, just to see like what can be done with materials that anyone can kind of find or like, you know, and then it like, it pushes more like, what else are you going to do next? Like, you know, like it pushes what else you'll find and what will inform your work like in the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, also, yeah, it keeps things really unique. And I mean, while not buying new materials was like, quote unquote, like a fun challenge to see what I can make the best of. But it was also like I don't have. It's realistic. It's like not even like just for fun. Like yeah, it wasn't just like a cute little game. It was like a lot of my classmates were able to drop top dollar for certain like 
fancy paints and things and i and, was like I and you're can't. filling eight feet of space which like mm-hmm. requires so much more materials anyway yeah so it was yeah it was a, a fun sourcing project and something i definitely want to do more of in the future so you do want to continue kind of making more work like that absolutely i mean i think you charm should is huge and not even just thinking about charm like it would be really fun to do something exclusively with them mm-hmm. but i don't know like what else what else can i do like, I, I feel like oh my god you can do so much with this and like i said anything with like public art like i feel mm-hmm. like especially since you're so like it's all it's okay it's like it's fine art, but you're also, like, involving the community, which I feel like is really important in the art world. Because I feel like the, the artist is normally seen so much as, like, like the, the the vision of the artist is, like, oh, they're, like, in their studio working, like, alone, like, hobbled mm-hmm. over, like, in a dark, like, dungeon. Which is, like, kind of <laughs> kind of true. true it's, like, kind of true. But also, like, this was very much, like, community, like, driven as well. Yeah. Um, which I think is really cool and, like, impactful. Like, I can literally see that being, like, exi- like a permanent collection like at UGA or like at like a place here that's like because it like represents the community too I don't know and like yeah, you said it's so versatile yeah I mean it's I also really thrive off of collaboration and doing things with other that's people that's so because, fun well it almost takes the pressure off of having to come up with ideas by yourself mm-hmm. like if you're just staring at like a blank piece of paper and yeah you're like, okay now <laughs> what uh-huh. let's get working brain that's so hard but if you're it takes the pressure off it when is. it's like com- driven by like the, like you, the materials or like mm-hmm. having a person collaborating with or something. Yeah, absolutely. But um, that is something I'm also trying to figure out in my own personal like brand and mm-hmm. message that like yeah, sustainability can look and can be expensive, but also mm-hmm. tying into like sustainability can be for everyone. Like, how can I? help like further I don't sound snooty like educate my community Mm -hmm. on sustainability in a really inexpensive way it's like very accessible yes extremely accessible something anyone can do without feeling like shameful about it Mm -hmm. like I guess going back to thrifting Mm -hmm. a lot of times thrifting gets associated with kind of like poverty Mm -hmm. and um not being able to afford the best of the best mm-hmm. and which like most people can't brands. yeah most anyway. people can't and it's stupid um but but if you could almost glamorize that mm-hmm. instead and be proud of it mm-hmm. then i think there's something really special in that um so if if i did make more of the like plastic bag pieces for mm-hmm. example that oh were super inexpensive everyone has plastic bags in their homes from grocery shopping and that's something that everyone can do mm-hmm. in their homes or like projects at school or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then it is still promoting sustainability, but in right. a way that is, a, I mean, a for free. A f- yeah, free and like accessible and easily, easy to digest and understand. Like, yeah. like looking at it is one thing, but then like learning about it, like what the, what's the materials in it is like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it can change it change it's going to change perspectives i think which is yeah. really cool oh my god wow you should be so proud of yourself oh thanks dude oh my god I, yeah i definitely hit a peak back in april i know and now it's, it's like hard once you graduate like, yeah uh-huh. right now i'm kind of going through of like like oh uh, <laughs> like that's where it's like postpartum depression uh, low-key a, a little bit it is it is yeah. oh my god because well, now like 
people are graduated. Like I've got friends going up to DC. I've got a friend in like Chattanooga doing grad school. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and people are asking me and they're like, oh, so like, what are you doing? Like, what's your next big plan? And you're like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to like stay in Athens for another year and like just kind of keep working on some stuff. And they're I, like, like oh. I have a lot of things in my head <laughs> yeah. that I haven't quite put into like practice yet. But it doesn't sound very impressive. It doesn't. It may people. not. But like it, that's just how it is sometimes. Like yeah. it doesn't have to sound impressive to anyone. But I do understand that. I feel like when I graduated, everyone was asking me the same kind of things, and I felt like I had to come up with an answer that was like very like impressive or cool or like yeah, you gotta like come off posh. Yeah, or just like even just like to my family, like it's like, well, what now? Like you did this really unconventional major. Like what are you gonna do now? Like. Mm-hmm you dumb ass you know like like, um, like are you regretting your major yeah now? and i'm like no it's told just, you the thing is like literally any any freaking like career path takes a while to build like mm-hmm. and especially this one so it's like dude sometimes like i feel like you living in athens and like continuing to make work continuing to like work with like community and doing like sewing like literally what is nothing is wrong with that at all like if anything, like, I've never had a break in my life, like, where I wasn't, like, in school and working and doing this, 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 so if anything, it's, like, yeah, take a year to do that, maybe you'll go to grad school, maybe, like, something else will happen, but, like, it just takes a while, you know? Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Yeah. One thing I am really, like, grateful and fortunate about is that my parents were never disappointed in my decision to go into art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, like, I mean, I've been really interested in it, for a while mm-hmm. like since elementary school I was like looking at like book covers and like mimicking the shading Aww. and how that was done before I even knew what shading was right and so um and what they really prioritized was doing what makes us happy like mm-hmm. all of my siblings like they um so they're both Colombian and um they came over to the states at different times they didn't meet until they were both in georgia oh okay interesting yeah they didn't meet in columbia wow okay yeah but kind of crazy they found out that at some point they basically lived in the same neighborhood like (gasps) they had mutual friends it was and they just never met yeah okay so but they went through a lot of the same struggles Mm -hmm. as a lot of uh like immigrants and people who aren't native english speakers um and so they really I don't know how how to like word this. They did a lot of work that wasn't necessarily like fulfilling for them. Okay. It was just kind of like oh, I see. jobs to support the kids but not true like career paths and, or like, like something they were passionate projects. about. Yeah. Oh, no, so then totally. you come and you're like, I'm loving my life and I'm doing this. And they're like, oh my God, I'm yeah, so, like, well, they like live through you kind of. Yeah. I mean, like me and all my siblings, I think, yeah, recently like, we've become very proud of like who we are as a family, Aww. which also kind of took a second to tap into. But yeah. Yeah. Like my, my dad, he was in the Marines mm-hmm. after he graduated or he joined the Marines after he graduated high school and but he's always been super into music okay and he like always says like how much he wishes he had pursued that and um it's never too late i know like dad you're still really oh my god a really great musician um but but yeah like that was something he really wanted to pursue Mm -hmm. but it it wasn't practical and yeah like it's a privilege to be able to you know yeah and so he 
and like he didn't really go into that and yeah like, he did the he did his four years in the marines he came out um and yeah and then then he met my mom and same thing my mom she was going to college in columbia and she was so close to graduating and then she met my dad in the states and she was they like ruined everything think, yeah and she was like i think i'm just gonna stay and so she didn't get her diploma <gasps> oh my god and so that's always been kind of a disadvantage for her because she's like she's smart so yeah like she's like educated right. but she doesn't have that piece of paper to prove right. it and so um so that's kind of been in the way of things and so my sister so like i i'm the first person in my family to graduate from okay. college wow that's um, awesome yeah that was a, a really like cool accomplishment mm -hmm. and you're doing something you really 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 love right and that was always something that they've pushed on us they're like do what you love the money will come later <gasps> that's Just, so good that they do that yeah like, that's really positive yeah they yeah they weren't trying to push us to be like doctors or anything okay. they just wanted us to do what we loved okay um and as long as we can support ourselves and maybe then in the future that would be great too right <laughs> um but they were never like expecting us to do that right. for them but um and then my sister she ended up joining the marines oh wow and she's doing really well like getting really good promotions and things like that wow. and my younger brother he's really talented in music and so it's almost like the three of us combined yeah. are kind of like channeling the You're things. Both your and parents. my mom was also like a really good artist. Wow. But she didn't really get to do that stuff because she was busy like working other jobs to support us. And so it's right. like the three of us combined are Aww. are doing these your things that our parents your wanted parents. for us. Yeah. And so they're very supportive, which so that's really good. Yeah. Oh, that's like so positive and like I, I don't think a lot of people do have that, so it's really good to like hear and I think like even hearing that, like, your parents are supportive, like, even if maybe other people's, like, aren't, like, people that are, like, listening or whatever, that they're, like, oh, mine aren't. It's, like, people are out there, and they're supportive of you, even if they're not your parents or yeah. whatever. Like, I think that's really cool. Like, people do support the journey, even if you're not, like, if they're not, like, in your life, mm -hmm. personally. Um, and it just shows that people that have experienced, like, your parents have experienced, like, having these jobs that they don't enjoy as much and maybe not have these, like, passion careers like they've experienced that and so they're like i don't want you to have to go through that kind yeah of. so wow that's amazing dude oh my god well thank you for meeting yeah, with me sorry today for talking your ear no off it's okay forever. i could i could like keep going i was gonna ask you if you had anything you wanted to like i don't know if you do so it's like okay if not but do you have anything you want to promote or do you like plug your instagram or like website Ooh. anything or like a project that's we're working on or anything at all well, yeah, so my Instagram is Julia Urea. That's U R R E A. It's so pretty. I'll, I'll tag it. Like, yeah, okay, too. sounds good. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm like cooking some stuff up in my mm -hmm. head. Just keep that it in hasn't there. been like promoted yeah. yet. But I do want to tag community. Okay. So that's we'll where we them. are right now. It's yes. my job working as a sustainable fashion seamstress it's so cool back here it is so cool back here okay i can tag them and then i'll tag you yeah and i think that's that's it yeah oh my god well thank you for meeting with me yeah thank I you for having me it. i'm so excited to like go through this and listen to and experience this many more times yeah oh my god well thank you we hit about an hour and 18 minutes 19 oh my god great <laughs> okay